This is Spirituality Unpacked with Laura Bungars. For more information, please visit my website at spiritualityunpackedalloneword.com. folks, it's Laura. Welcome to Spirituality Unpacked. I hope you are doing well. For those that are joining me for the first time, welcome. Thanks so much for hanging out with me and being here. I hope you enjoy. Um, so today I want to talk about this idea of acceptance. Because it's one of those topics that gets kind of mucky. And so we're going to get mucky and we're going to talk about what it means and what it doesn't mean <laughs> and how we get there, because I think that's important. So as I use this concept of accept of acceptance, and I've, I've actually put it into my into my new course that I'm working on, and I'll talk about that later. But acceptance is this idea of in my paradigm and in the way that I use it and the way that I teach it acceptance is this idea of we're not tripping over the experience anymore so I use this concept of boxes all the time right the idea is that each trauma in our lives each experience that we have good or bad creates a box of things memories I call them trinkets, right? So we have those memories. We have the pictures. We have the things. We have all the all the stuff. We maybe maybe snippets of conversations. We have little movies. We have all these things happening. It creates a box of trinkets. Now, when it's a good experience, we don't trip over those. That's fine. We we just go on with life, right? That's cool. We can put that up there, and and we're happy, and we display that proudly, and life is good. But when the experience isn't so awesome we have a tendency then that box ends up in the middle of the living room. And the reason it ends up in the middle of the living room is because we don't really know what to do with it. People, people aren't particularly good at knowing what to do with the stuff that happens, especially the bad stuff. We don't file it away so easily because we get caught on something we call pain. Pain is something the ego and your mind want to protect you from. And they do it. It's their job. They're supposed to do that. That is the whole goal. That is why they exist. They are designed to protect you from pain, whether it is simply keeping your physical body alive so that you don't get eaten by bears or you don't get hit by cars or whether it is making sure that you don't get hurt in that next relationship your mind, your ego, are designed to protect you from those things. So when pain happens, the ego and the mind actually take it on. They wear it. Why do they want to wear it? They wear it because it, the, the new pain or the existing pain they use that as kind of a protection mechanism. 
if you identify with or you wear your pain, then you are less likely to go find more pain. It actually helps keep you safe. So they use your own pain against you <laughs> in a lot of ways, but it's designed to protect you. They're not doing it. It's not mean. They're not trying to hurt you. They're actually trying to protect you. They're trying to keep you safe. They don't want you to get hurt. So they make you wear this pain like a costume because you won't go find other pain as long as you're wearing this old pain over here, right? I don't need a new coat as long as I have this old coat. And it doesn't matter that the coat is painful. You're still just going to wear it anyway, right? And that's what it is. That's what we do, right? And there are lots of practical examples of, of these ideas where we hold on to things and we associate them with pain, right? So, so one of the simplest one of the easiest and one of the more painful experiences that we have in life is this concept of death. So the human body transitions, the human body dies. The human body is not meant to live forever. It's a vehicle. It is meant for temporary purposes for traveling around on planet earth and interacting with other humans, but it is a temporary thing. It's not meant to stay put, right? So the human body dies, but the spirit, that is you, right? You are not your ego. You are not your mind. You are not the voice in your head. You are not that personality. The spirit goes back to where it came from, right? The spirit jumps back out of the human form when the human dies and goes back to spirit form and maybe jumps into another body at a later date. Maybe not, right? Maybe starts the process again. Maybe not. Okay. So death, at least in the human form, gets highly misconstrued because people think there's a, a, a separation there that, that, that doesn't exist. But most people right now still are blocking their ability to actually communicate with the spirit world. Most people aren't open to that yet. And that's why the, it, it appears like there's separation because if everybody were actually able to talk to the spirit world, um, like, like I can, and like so many others can, there would be no separation and, and it just wouldn't be that thing. So we have this only because there's this idea of separation, right? But the separation really doesn't exist. And, and the only reason it appears to exist is because most people still can't, can't hear the spirit world to be able to talk to their loved ones in, in, in real time. So, but let's, we're not going to talk about death. So let's, let's get off the tangent for back here. Okay. So this idea of acceptance. So, so when we're talking about death, you know, some, some family member, some relative gives you, you know, the ugly Christmas sweater, the ugly sweater, uh, one Christmas and, and, and they, they expect now you got to wear it every day, every, every Christmas, right? Now you got to wear this ugly, this ugly thing, right? So, cause they expect it. They expect you, they expect you to show up in this thing they bought you because they're really proud of the thing they bought you and, and you don't have the heart to tell them that it's ugly. And so you wear it anyway. Okay. So, so all automatically here, we're kind of tripping over things, right? So we're, we're tripping over this sweater. You know, if you're, if you're, 
if you're able to, you turn it into, you make a joke out of it and it becomes kind of funny and, and you don't get too triggered by it and it doesn't bother you. If, if, you, if you're not able to, then maybe you go down the path of resentment. Now you're tripping over it because now, now, you're, now you're down the path of resentment and you don't want to wear this thing and why do I have to do this? And then you victimize yourself and it's a whole thing, all right? So depending on, on where you are in your process, you may either be okay and just make a joke and, and have a good time or it may become a thing that you decide to put in the middle of the living room and trip over and decide to be resentful and blame and do all of that. So now this family member dies because that's what happens. People die. And now you still have this sweater. So now what do you do with it? For some, sentimental value is going to kick in. So now we're going to wear it anyway. Okay? because, well, sentimental value. For others, if the resentment has kicked in, if the blame and shame and guilt has kicked in, and they're stuck in that, and then you put grief on top, now they get mad and they stop wearing it. So grief adds a whole layer, right? Grief adds a whole thing. So, so now maybe they just get pissed off and they stop wearing it. But Either way, now we're tripping on this thing because every time we see it in the drawer or in the closet, every time we run into it in our lives, it causes emotion. Whether, whether the person that gave it to you is alive or not, it doesn't matter. It's causing emotion. And, and that's kind of where I want to get to is this idea of this object that's causing you emotion. It's causing you a problem. Good or bad, it's causing you a problem. It's there. And it's it's what you do with, with it once it's there, right? So in the analogy I normally use, which is this concept of boxes, we take each of our, our, our experiences and we kind of create a box for it. When the experiences are good, you know, we, we, put, we put the memories in the, in the proverbial box and then we put the box on the shelf and we proudly display it. But when the memories suck, when the memory is bad, or we don't like it or it causes pain, we have a tendency... The box doesn't go on the shelf. Now we put the box in the middle of the living room and we walk into it every morning on our way to the kitchen to get coffee. Now we have a problem. Because what we do with the pain is it doesn't go on the shelf. We put it in the middle of the floor. We put it in the middle of the room. And we make sure we trip on it all the time. Because that's what we do with pain. The ego does that. It wants you to do that because that's what protects you from more pain or that's what, at least what it thinks happens. So the ego wants you to do that. It wants you to trip on it. It wants you to put it in the middle of the living room so you know it's there. But that isn't helpful. And what it does is it makes you hold on to the pain. And now you've tripped on the box and then you decide to look in the box. You, you, you find the sweater in the closet and then you put it on. You, you, you do things like that, even though it's July, right? You, you do things like that because there's pain associated and you're tripping on it because we haven't gotten there yet, right? So how do we get out of this, right? Because we can do this. We can do this for the rest of our lives, quite frankly. Some people do for the rest of their lives. 
The box is in the living room and they trip over it forever. The sweater's in the closet and they trip over it forever. Okay. So how do we, how do we get out of that? How do we stop doing that? Right? So we're looking for this idea of acceptance. It's the transition from pain to just this is what is. So we're not making things good or bad anymore. We're just leaving them, this is what it is. This is the thing. This is the sweater. And it's more neutral to us. Not, not neutral in the sense that we're going to necessarily give it away in our next donation bag. But neutral in the sense that when I happen on it in my closet, it doesn't immediately trigger me. That's what we're going for. We don't need neutral in the sense that we're going to give it away. We just need neutral in the sense that we're not going to trip anymore. It's not going to cause this pain immediately on site. We're going to be okay with it. We know it's there and we're okay with it. When we know it's there and it causes pain, that's us tripping. When we know it's there and we're okay with it being there and it doesn't trigger, that's acceptance, right? So it's being able to talk about the memory without it bringing tears. That's acceptance. That's what we're going for. So the trick is how do we, how do we get there? How do we get there? Is it just passage of time? Well, sure, maybe 25 years later, maybe you might be okay by then. Maybe, right? Time, time is a, is a tremendous healer. And yes, given enough time on its own, maybe you might be able to get to a place where you can manage it. But do you really want to wait that long? Is it possible that we don't have to just wait for the passage of time to do its magic? Is it possible that we can shorten that time span a little bit not necessarily make it instant. We're not, we're not going for, for like microwave healing here. Okay. That's not, that's not the goal. All right. But what if we can take something that might take 20 or 25 or 30 years otherwise and get it down into five or 10? What if we can take it and just shorten that up just a little bit and make it so that life doesn't have to be quite so miserable? by just using this concept of acceptance. Right? So we're looking at these experiences and we're allowing them to be there. We're not wishing them away. We don't keep rehashing the memories. We don't keep digging in that box. We don't need to. We don't keep putting the sweater on. Right? We don't keep doing that. We find a place where we can just be, it just is. This is just what is. And I'm going to learn how to be okay in my what is. 
I'm not arguing anymore. It just is. Right? So, it's the concept of being okay with the circumstances or the memories. Right? So, if it's circumstantial, right? If it's circumstantial, then it's, I'm okay where I am. So it's this idea that I don't need to change anything. I don't need to wish anything away. I don't need to make anything different than what it is. I'm just going to be okay. How do we do that? Stop telling stories. The stories are the memories that you talk about and you tell. The story is the what happened. Right? The story is the what happened. That's the trauma. 3D reality movie thing going on in front of your face. That's the story. And when you tell that story, more often than not, it comes from a place of victimization and blame or shame or guilt, depending on what's going on, depending on the situation. Those things, victimization, blame, shame, guilt, keep you stuck. Every single time they will keep you there. And they don't allow you to accept. Victimization says, why does this happen to me? Victimization says, this shouldn't have happened to me. Victimization says, I didn't deserve that. And I'm not, by the way, implying that you did, okay? <laughs> I'm not. But that's the victimization of it, okay? That's the victimization of it because in your mind, you're, you're wishing that thing away. You're making yourself a victim of whatever happened. This wasn't supposed to happen. It wasn't supposed to be that way. It's not supposed to be like this. Why is this happening to me? I'm a victim of my circumstances. I'm a victim of my experience. As long as you are in victim mode, you can't accept. Because the victim mentality won't let you. It says, this thing shouldn't have happened. So as long as you're in this thing shouldn't have happened, well, guess what? You're going to keep tripping over the box. It's just the way it works. So acceptance means we stop playing victimized. We stop playing the victim. We stop playing the victim because we no longer say it shouldn't have been that way. We no longer wonder why things happen to us. There's a natural human tendency to want to understand why things occur in life. Why, why is life the way it is? And I, I certainly asked that question myself when I started this process. It was actually one of the very, very first questions that I asked. Why is my life like this? Why is this happening? Right? And it followed with, how do I fix it? How do I change it? 
And immediately I understood that the way to change that was to heal. So I had to get to a place where I could accept that the experiences were just there. They were okay. So when I said, when I say now I've made peace with my past and the experiences that I've had, it's because I've simply gotten to a place of acceptance. Those things just are. If I could take the me now and go back and do it again, would I do it the same way twice? No, probably not. But I can't because I don't have a time machine and that's not how it works. So therefore, I better get okay with what it was. And that my younger self didn't have the power to do what I do now. I better get okay with that because if I don't, I'm going to stay in that place of pain, right? And blame, shame, and guilt cause the same things, right? Blame says it's your fault I feel this way, right? And it doesn't matter if it's 25 years later. Blame says it's your fault I feel this way. Well, hello, that's not going to work. Right? Because chances are, 25 years later, that person is not in your existence anymore. They are not in your space. So it's your fault I feel this way for somebody that isn't even in your life anymore is kind of pointless. And it's going to keep you in pain for no reason. So all it says is, I'm not taking responsibility for how I feel yet. I'm still blaming it on other people. Blame shifts the responsibility for the healing to another person. And that's when we start to see these memes about we didn't get an apology and all of this stuff didn't happen. Well, okay, and what? So you didn't get an apology. Are you hinging your well-being on somebody else saying I'm sorry? I hope not. Because you're probably not going to get it. So you better find a way to be okay without all of that. Talk about giving yourself a reason to trip. You're going to get caught every time you make it somebody else's responsibility to make you feel better. Right? So then the memes talk about how much strength it takes to heal when you haven't gotten an apology yet. Well, it's no more or less painful than dealing with it from a place of victimization. But what we're really doing here is we're taking both. We're making ourselves a victim of the lack of apology and then we're still blaming the other person for how we're feeling. Holy heaven, people. Those are stories. And they're validating the pain for you. You're defending your pain. You're saying, this is the reason I'm in pain. See, look, look at the reason I'm in pain. Don't you see? That's the defense. It's not helping you. So let that go. 
It doesn't matter what they did or didn't do. You have to take responsibility for your own emotion. Nobody can do that for you. It's not their fault you feel that way 25 years later. That's your own crap. You're holding on to the pain. And all shame and guilt are you beating yourself up for the same thing. Now, instead of making it somebody else's responsibility, you, you've actually taken it on, but a little too far. So now it's like, I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have said that. And you bonk yourself on the head. You keep kicking the box. Shoulda, woulda, coulda, right? That's the, I want to go back. I want the time warp. I want to go back and fix it. Well, you can't. It doesn't work like that. So, okay, how do you get all right? We have to accept the situation for what it was. I did what I did. I said what I said. The thing happened the end. It's not their fault how I feel. I'm not waiting for them to do anything differently because they're not going to. So I'm going to figure out how to be okay in me because that's my job. I'm responsible for me and I'm not going to blame me on anybody else. As long as you create all of that, victimization, blame, shame, and guilt, and any combination thereof, because they all exist, you will struggle and you will stay in that place of non-acceptance. That's the tripping over the box. Acceptance says, I'm done with shame, I'm done with blame, I'm done with guilt, and I'm done with being a victim to my reality. Acceptance says I'm okay with what happened or where I am. That's all acceptance says. Acceptance allows you to put the box on the shelf. You're no longer compulsively digging through it. You no longer cry every time you look at it. It allows you to put the box on the shelf. I have those mementos and keepsakes myself, folks. But the idea is that when I run into them, I don't trip over them anymore. I'm aware and I know and they don't have to cause pain. I can accept that those things are just there. They are part of a memory and an experience that has gone by, that is not happening today. And so I can be okay. And honestly, in most of these cases, it's just the story you're telling. Victimization, blame, shame, and guilt are just stories. It's the defending of the problem. Or in this case, the pain. 
They're just stories. Stop telling the story of what the other person shoulda, woulda, coulda done or what you coulda, shoulda, woulda done. Stop telling that story. It's not true. If it were true, it would have happened that way. It didn't happen that way, so that means it's not true. It's fiction. Coulda, woulda, shoulda is fiction. And we can't change it. So fighting with coulda, woulda, shoulda is a loop and you do not get out of it until you drop it and just say, it happened the way it happened. The end. There is no story. It happened. The end. That's it. And it's when you can get to there and just decide that it happened, period, that's when you create acceptance. That's when you stop getting off the, that's when you get off the roller coaster of pain. That's when you stop reliving. That's when you allow yourself to be okay. That's acceptance. We're not condoning behaviors. We're not putting sweaters in the donation bin. We're not giving everything away. We're just simply saying, I'm okay with this now. It just is. All right. So if you want to talk about acceptance in terms of lack, I have a course for you. So it's called how to look past the conflict of money. And here's what I've done with this course. I've opened it up for free to anybody that cannot afford it. If you are stuck in a money lack rut cycle, I totally get it. And I have opened this course up for free for those that want to learn how to get out of this cycle. What am I teaching? I'm not teaching money. I'm teaching acceptance. I'm teaching pain. I'm teaching guilt and shame and blame. I'm teaching lack. I'm teaching what that does. I'm teaching worthiness. I'm teaching all of those other things, self-sabotage, all that stuff. I'm teaching that, not money. I'm teaching that. I'm not going to teach you how to manage your finances better. What I am going to teach you how to do is feel better. Because for the majority of you, you don't have a lack problem, you have a worthiness issue or a trust issue or, or a confidence issue. You don't actually have a lack cycle issue. The lack or the money problems have manifested, they're a physical manifestation of pain that you're still carrying with you. So what am I gonna help you do? Heal the pain inside of you and then what's gonna happen to the money problems? Well, they kind of magically just take care of themselves because you've healed the pain and you're now doing the things that you needed to do to fix the problem in the first place. <laughs> so that's the goal. We're not gonna do money really. We're gonna talk about all the other things in the frame of, I have this money problem and I don't like my circumstances right now. 
and that's what we're going to do. That course includes two sessions, by the way. It includes two one-hour sessions with me or one two-hour session with me. Everybody gets that for your paid. I'm going to put the link down below so you can read about it on the info page. Just reach out to me if you want a link or you want to take a free spot and we'll get you in there. All right. So thank you so much for listening, everybody. Don't forget to like, subscribe, share from wherever you are. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. This has been Laura with Spirituality Unpacked. Have an amazing day, everybody. Take care. Bye for now. This has been Spirituality Unpacked with Laura Bungars. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. Thanks so much for listening.